Hi, Sky. So what I just said before you got on was uh, dad and I were talking about how we can accidentally offend people when we're when we're reading from the Bible um, because of their political views, you know. And and what I was saying was that I, I don't think that if you're truly preaching what's in the Bible, if you're truly reading word for word and you're not trying to, like, dance around some verses, hide some chapters, avoid some sensitive stuff then it's it's impossible for you to teach the bible without being political because because god is very political and 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 especially when our political situation is 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 divided along the lines of of what is biblical and what is not you you can't put it any better than that because it is well, it, it, that's exactly right. I mean, we, we saw in 2016 um, that, that the, 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 the sowed and diehard candidate that was supposed to win this whole thing was, was openly on national television telling every American <clears throat> that, our, that, that our, our worn out, worn out, diehard beliefs of, of an antiquated religious system is going to have to be abolished. Exactly. That's exactly what you said. Yes. So, so in other words, our beliefs in our Bible, in what God says, and, and that what God says is right, that, that that is what has to change. Yeah. That's what has to change. That's the number one thing that had to change in America. And and they believe that. And so so when when any and and let me tell you, that's not just in America. That's all 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 over. No, no, it's all over, all over the world. But but when when politics is divided right along the line of one side is against God's God's word or, or against everything that Christians believe in and the other side is just trying to hold on to their faith then then uh it's it's pretty impossible to read from the bible without being political well the left platform leaves god out believes in abortions clear up to the fourth trimester well now now here now they believe in abortions all the way after the baby's born nine months and they can leave the baby alive on the table until it dies yes correct uh, that that makes me shudder. Uh, it's 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 unbelievable. Before they were just saying, "Well, it's just a blob." Well, I'm sorry, but a baby laying on the table isn't a blob. Yeah, and it's never been a blob because God says in in the, the Word in Psalm one thirty nine, "I knew you before you were ever in the womb." Yes. So God, we were already in God's mind at the creation of time. That's right. They they believe in disarming a populace. Yep. They they believe that they're that they're that it's right to have elites and non-elites. That yep. there could be social classes, and that that's the way things should be. Yep. Um, a lot of a lot of minorities don't realize this, but they are, in general, extreme racist. Yes, extreme racist. The Ku Klux Klan here in America was founded by the Democrat Party. I know that. 
<laughs> they were the they were the right arm, the activist right arm. Now we see now we see different groups that have replaced that, like Black Lives Matter, Antifa. But but in the in when K when the KKK was started, that's exactly what the KKK was. They were the extremist activist group for the Democrat Party. Exactly. They were indeed. So and and all of that is easily verifiable. That's not just like hearsay or making it up or anything. That is absolute died in the wool, hardcore facts. But they they're always pointing at the other guy and saying the other guy is what they are. That's that is And that uh, is exactly how they do it. Whatever they're doing, they're saying you're doing it. Well, yeah, and if you read Hitler's book, Mein Kampf, that's exactly how he says to do it. Yeah. So. You blame the others for what you're Blame the others for what you're guilty of. Yes. Disarm the population. Control the media. Take over the schools. Yes. Uh, In eight years, Christians were almost dismantled. Almost. And if it had four more years with Hillary, it would have been. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> I I don't know what would have happened to this nation. It, it, it very well could have been. I think that they were absolutely prepared for civil war. Uh, yeah, they were. So. They already had properties bought for for oh yeah concentration camps concentration camps built fema camps yep there's there's one right here by us in in george washington national forest mm-hmm. yep. uh, yeah there's, there's where they bought out one place they bought out six uh, didn't buy out they took over six walmarts yep so yeah they were fixing to it and they tried it in texas and the governor said, you come in, you're going to have trouble. Yeah, they tried to practice there. Yeah. yeah. They were going to do a dry run. That is correct. So tonight we're in Proverbs chapter 23. Okay. Proverbs chapter 23, and we'll be starting in verse 12. Proverbs chapter 23, and we'll be starting in verse 12. Okay. Oops, sorry. Let's say first. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to come together as a family to read your word. Uh, Father, please help us to discern your word, to read your word as you would have us read it, to hold your word up as the one truth and the one light, as the way, as our Lord Jesus. Open our eyes and our ears. We yield ourselves up to you, fertile soil. We yield our hearts up. Plowed ground, ready to receive your word. Please lay down deep roots. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Please teach us. Please lead us. Please feed us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Did I hear someone else was on? I don't see anybody on the screen. Okay. I, I thought you spoke to somebody. Nope. 
but last night Aaron was logged logged on. I didn't see him on the screen either, but he was on and he had his microphone turned off because he oh. was there. they were still in the mall, but they were listening. Okay. Okay. Good. So if he is on, uh, he he can't speak. Yeah. He turned off his speaker so the background noise wouldn't. I got you. Yeah. So. Okay. Verse twelve. Apply thine heart unto instruction, and thy ears to the words of knowledge. Apply your heart. So bring your heart or apply your mind to instructions and your ears to words. And that is focusing ourselves on receiving, accepting in the things that edify the spiritual person. That's right. I think that's why David said, Lord, write your word upon my heart. Write your word upon my heart. Amen. Uh, one of the instructions, the knock says, still let thy heart be attentive to warning. Open be thy ear to the words of instructions. Yes. Yes. Verse 13. Withhold not correction from the child, for if thou beatest him with a rod, he shall not die. Thou shalt beat him with a rod, and thou shalt deliver his soul from hell. Amen. Boy, I sure thought that those were hypocrite words when I was at the other end of the rod. <laughs> I wonder if you're going to bring that out. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. But, I mean, seriously, how many of us would obey the traffic laws? If we weren't afraid of what, it, how much it would cost if we disobeyed the traffic laws, it is the fear of the consequences that keeps us from doing stupid things. Amen. That's true. That's true. If there's no consequence then there's no reason to mitigate your actions for anything for anything. Yeah, it is. And it, it just, it, what God is saying here is teach them while they're children about that. Mm -hmm. So that when they get grown up, they don't go, Oh, well the cops are picking on me. My, my old, my younger son actually said that, that the cops are picking on his kids. Both both boys end up in jail seven times. Yeah. And one finally ended up with felony. I don't know where the other one did or not. Yeah, they picked on me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And it, I mean, it, it's not that the police are, are all perfect. But. Well, I, I did hear, I have heard several, um, Several leaders of our nation recently declared that they pray fervently and that they're people of faith. Um, some said that they pray for the president. Some of them prayed over uh, uh, and, and, and had a lot of anxiety over their decision on how to vote. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so I just hope that the Lord um, keeps, I want to put God in remembrance of his word right here. <laughs> Yes, there you go. That's right. I think that's about, very reasonable. 
please don't withhold correction, Lord. Please don't withhold correction from your children. Um, well, he does because, say he only corrects those that he loves. Well, it, well, here it says just to beat them because they're not going to die. Well, there you go. Okay. You well, know? I'll go with that. Yeah. Except the state. Yeah. state I, I didn't really, and I'm not even asking him to chasten any of them. He doesn't have to chasten them. I just want them beat with a rod. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, so. I'll go with that. Yeah. I'll vote for that. Yeah, we I'll go with just the rod. Just the rod. Just so that we can have some peace. I because I look, if 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 nothing else, and that's what God's word says that we should pray for our leaders so that we can have peace. And I and I think most of us we just want peace. Mm-hmm. We we just want this never ending cycle of, of anger and and hatred to stop. Yes. Because at the end of the day, we're not all so different, and we know it. We all talk to each other. We all, we all want the same things for each other. We all, we all want to succeed. We all want to have the, the, the we all want to have a just just live our lives. We wanna we wanna pay our bills without worrying. Where's the next payment coming from? Right. You know. We we want to be able to help our children when they're when they when they can't put gas in their car, and we we want to make sure that our our parents have 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 their medical taken care of, and and I mean we 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 all want the same things. Yes. None of us want our government to take our tax dollars and pay for people who came to this country illegally. We don't want them to pay anything. For those people that came here illegally until until our people are taken care of that's right when our people are here starving when our old people are barely getting by they work their whole lives pay into social security they can't even get a living a, a, a living wage out of the social security and yet they're tapping out our social security for people who who haven't paid in a nickel yeah where's the justice in that uh, that should have never been touched by any per- person but the person that owned it. Amen. Amen. And, uh, they call it. They call it a benefit now to get by with that. Amen. But I'll put us all in remembrance of what we read the other night about those that steal, that steal from the elderly, those that that take from the poor, and 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 what the consequences of that are that their souls will be rotten. Mm-hmm. Their souls will be rotten. I think Olivia uh, logged on. Yeah, Olivia's been on. Okay. Olive's been on. Yep. I'm here. She's I'm us. here. Hi she's, there. She's Hello. just back. Hello. <laughs> what? Sorry. What? Sorry. I said she's just bashful. <laughs> yes, I like. Yes, I like to be like. I like to be safe. Verse fifteen says, "My son." If your heart is wise, my heart shall rejoice, even mine. Yea, my reins shall rejoice when thy light, when thy lips speak right things. Well, that's good. So another translation from the, the Spurl uh, version. My son, if thine heart be wise, my heart, even my heart, shall rejoice. Wow. And my inner man 
shall exult when thy lips utter right things. And how true is that? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything more pleasing to me than when I hear my children speak God's word. Yes. Amen. There's, there's nothing more pleasing to me than when I hear my children speak forward God's word as the truth in their life. Or even if they correct me with God's word. I love that. I'll totally accept that. Absolutely. Let not thine heart envy sinners, but be thou in the fear of the Lord all day long. For surely there is an end, and thine expectation shall not be cut off. Another interpretation says that never in never envy the evil people, never envy them, but always reverence God, the eternal. For something will yet come to you. Your hope will not be lost. That was Moffat's. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and, and so, yeah, in times like this, we have to we have to remember not to envy the wicked people. Um, especially when we're starting to see things come out here in the last couple of weeks of how some of these wicked people have literally made hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars for being wicked, for being wicked. But I, I will say this. If, if we were before our Lord Jesus right now, and he was issuing judgment. All the hundreds of millions of dollars in the world, you would give them up in a heartbeat to find yourself on the right side of him. Uh-huh. Without even a thought. But all the hundreds of millions of dollars in the world won't even buy an ounce of grace. Not an ounce of grace. Grace can't be bought. Not for any price. Given. It's freely given. His grace is new every morning. Isn't it? So, verse 19, Hear thou, my son, and be wise, and guide thine heart in the way. Be not among the wine-bibbers, among the riotous, or the riotous eaters of flesh. Another translation of that. Let me give you another translation so that we could uh, put this into context. It says, um, I'm going to go to the Jerusalem's translation. Listen, my son, and learn to be wise and guide your heart along the way. Yeah. Do not be one of those who are forever drinking wine, nor one of those who gorge themselves on meat. So he's saying, don't be a glutton and don't be a drunk, which is another form of a glutton. Control yourself. Control yourself. Um, Exert 
or or yeah exert authority over yourself yes this is our vessel this is our vehicle we have to be in control of it and and there are a lot of things that are just fine for us right up until they're not mm-hmm. and as christians we have to know where that line is so so we have a a little group here tonight um i told you guys a week before last that the lord had spoke to me about something mom had a dream uh, uh, about this church that she had seen that had all the family in there and i was walking in this mall it was beautifully inlaid and it had all these wood panels and all these things and uh I mean, it was it was really, really nice. And there was one guy in the whole mall. I didn't see any other living person at all. And so I decided to follow this guy. For some reason, I knew I needed to follow him. And so I followed him and I followed him for a long way until he turned into this hallway. And I went down this hallway, like a maintenance hallway, and he disappeared. And I was looking around, I saw this door and I opened up the door and I was in a chapel full of people. And it was separated into rooms and there was, there was people in this one room that were praying for a specific thing all together of one accord. And in the next room, people were praising all together of one accord. And in the next room, these people were like waging spiritual warfare all of one accord. And then I, I came to this to this next room and I suddenly realized it was my room. And so I sat down on the edge of the bed and a little girl walked up to me. She was probably five years old. She walked right up to me in my inside my room. And she said, What are you what are you doing here? I I didn't know what to say. So I said, Well, I, I don't know, you know. And she said, Well, where are you gonna drink? I said, what? She said, where are you going to drink? I said, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to drink here, hon. And I looked down next to me and there was a baby, right? Uh, Just a a newborn baby on the bed next to me. And the little girl said, how can you take care of God's children if you drink? And so for, for years, I, I have not drank at all to get drunk at all. If I have a drink, I have one glass of wine or two glasses of wine or one beer or two beers, not enough to do anything to me, you know? But I realized it had become a habit. And that was God's way of telling me that's got to stop. So I sat up and I said, okay, Lord, we have to heed the call. And sometimes we were talking about this about a week ago uh, when we were talking about Joseph and Mary. Sometimes if we won't, if we won't listen to the whisper, then God will send a word. And if we won't heed the word, then God will send a vision. And if the vision still can't get through, then he might send an angel. 
with a sword to stand in the way. Uh So when we recognize that we're doing something in our lives and we are receiving one of those progressive warnings of God, either the Holy Spirit's whispering it to our ear, to our heart, or God sent somebody from outside to say something to us. Or maybe we read something in God's word recently that spoke to us and we knew that it was a word for us. We knew it was a word for us. Immediately right then when we hear that word for us, we we realize it's for us. And we take note of the fact that it's for us. And five minutes after we walk away, we put it out of our minds. And then sometimes God sends us a dream. And, and let me tell you how you can tell the difference between God's dream and something else. When God sends you a dream, you won't forget it when you wake up. You won't forget it. It's a vision. God's going to speak to you. When he speaks to you, it won't fade away. You can hold on to it just like God's word. God's vision is a reflection of his word. It can't be broken. It can't be watered down. It can't be taken away. It can't be stopped. No veil can be thrown over the light. It can't be changed. And nobody can take it from you. If you are vigilant to protect it. That's all I have tonight, Dad. It's your floor. My floor. Yes, sir. That's a good word. Thank you. It's, it, it is interesting that I just had a dream. And, I, and it was very like, I mean, it was, I at first, when I first woke up, it's this, it's it's the kind of dream I was in school and I wasn't ready for the exam. Uh, you know, had that dream a thousand times in my life. Okay, I'm just never ready. All right, but in this one, I was attending classes on a daily basis. I was enjoying them. I had been doing it for a whole semester. And I'm in the class. At the end of the class, the teacher says semester exams are tomorrow. And I realized that's for all the classes. And I discovered that even though I'd been sitting in on the class and I had been being fed, I was very far from being ready to take a test because I had never taken time to buy the books, to even buy the books, much less read them. So even though I had used the ear gate and the eye gate, you know, to to go to the classes, I wasn't fortifying those classes, what I was learning, and I wasn't holding it. Right. Um, So at first, I thought that this is just your, your routine. I'm feeling unprepared for whatever is in my life dream 
And then I realized, um, that it was, it was from God. I, I, uh, I was ashamed for the waste of time and money and, and not being prepared. I kept putting it off. I, I had been irresponsible and disrespectful of what the teachers were trying to teach me. I, I, um, I had been busy and I kept thinking, I'll, I'll do that. I'll catch up. I'll, I'll, I'll catch up with everybody, but I was just too busy. I'll do it later. And, it, and it, it, it occurred to me, it finally figured out, this is from God. And he's telling me, um, I, I've got a Tuesday night Bible study. I very often never get past first page in the workbook before the week is up and it's time to go back. So I haven't studied and prepared for the Bible study. I'm not the only one. It, it doesn't really bother me that much, but maybe it should. But it should. there's this, the, the rhyme of classes, mm -hmm. you know, when dad got sick, I, I just kind of stopped doing it. And, and, um, and I stopped with the Sammy and I stopped doing our, our personal Bible study together. And I don't open the book. Yep. I may listen to 25 YouTube preachers what, in a week, but I'm not opening the book. Yep. And it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. In 2017, I was praying one morning and God told me, you have three and a half years to prepare for your ministry. And I knew I had three and a half years to prepare for my ministry. And, and so, and I, and I, and I've talked to most everybody that's normally on this call about this, but if, if you want to stay focused on the things that got on the tasks that God has set before you, write them down. Have a notepad by your prayer place. Have a notepad with your Bible. Have a notepad at your desk and in the kitchen. And the important things, you keep them there. And you and don't just flip the pages and go on to the next one. If it's something important, tear it out and tape it up. Tear it out and tape it up. And I keep a book of, of, of things that God told me he was going to do that's completed. I keep I keep a list of, of prayers that I prayed that God's answered. We we have to constantly put ourselves in remembrance of the tasks that God has put before us so that we can remain focused on on what's ahead. Yeah. I had to discipline myself to get through the Remo. You know, you know I finished it, right? No, I didn't. Yeah, I'm completely finished with their school, and I've got my my diploma. Um, but but my discipline was that that it was a chapter a day. Yeah, that was my discipline, a chapter a day. And if I had to get away from Rima for a little bit, I picked up another Christian book, and I maintained that chapter a day. 
That's a good discipline. I like that. Sky, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you said you have, um, in your dreams, you have three and a half years. So how, how many years has it been? Um, my three and a half years will be up uh, sometime this year. Okay. Towards okay. the end of this year. Yeah. I understand. So you're going to uh, sit back and wait and see what God does with me, huh? Right. That's right. right. Well, keep an eye Just on it. Hopeful. Yeah. Keep an eye on Just it. Giving me his notice right now, Olivia. Yep. <laughs> no, I, I, I have another, another one. Yes. Okay. You said that if, when you dream about God, it's a vision, right? Yeah. Okay. Are you supposed to share your dream or yes. not? Mm. To just to, I mean, with every, with every, any, just anybody. At least, or write, it, at least write it down. At least, at a minimum, write it oh. down. I, I have. Okay. So, so let me answer this very carefully. So, number one, don't, don't throw your pearls after swine. No. So, so don't take your visions from God and give them to unbelievers unless Holy Spirit tells you to. Because sometimes God will give you a vision. And you're to share it with an unbeliever because if it comes true, it's going to blow their mind and it's going to, and it'll okay. bring them in. Okay. Um, but, but in, but, but normally, normally speaking, you're not to throw your pearls after swine. And, and, and that okay. means don't take the things of God and feed them to the, to, to those who are ungodly. Okay. okay. Um, then, then secondly, um, sometimes I, I know God has given me some, God has given me one particular vision I'm thinking of now that I wrote down, I documented, but I didn't share it with the other person that was in that vision with me. Um, because I don't want that person to fret about it. And I didn't feel like God wanted me to share it with them. I think that God wanted me to know the responsibility that I had in it. And uh, I, I did not feel like the Lord wanted me to share it with that person. I, I Look, here, here's the thing. Anything that God gives us, anything that God gives us, is, whether it's his word, whether it's a vision, whether it's a prophetic word, whatever it is, anything that God gives us is, is, is for the edification of the church. It's for the edification okay. of the church. So what does that mean? It builds up. It helps. It only does good. So, so if we have something that edifies us, but by sharing it might not edify others, then we should take the edification and it stops there. Yeah. Uh, Olivia, you know what the difference between the written word and the word Rama means? Uh, can you explain it to me? Please? I will try. The written word is the word of God. In other words, we read the word of God. But when God speaks okay. to you through the word, that's Rama. Yes, his Rima word okay. or Rama word, yes. All right. I, thank you. What, what I mean by that, in other words, some I've read the Bible through several times. And every time I get something new, I don't care how many times you read it, God will speak to you through the Bible in certain areas. Yes. And so you see something new. That's Rama. God has spoken to you 
through the word. Yes. Okay. And there are places Thank there, you. there there's about 20 places in the New Testament where when you're reading the New Testament in your interpretation, it will tell you, and Jesus said, mm-hmm. or it will say, and they said. Mm-hmm. But the real word from the New Testament was Rama or yeah. Rama. And dad's interpret it, it is uh, pronouncing it Rama. I've seen it spelled that way as well. Uh, it's also spelled R-H-E-M-A, Rima. That is, or, that is the correct thing. Or Rama, which, yeah. you know, I've, I've also heard it pronounced with the long A sound. But 20 places in the New Testament, the word Rama was used. Yeah. In the original Greek, okay. and and it and and so so when that word rhema precedes something that Jesus is about to say, it should be something that makes us stand up and take notice because this the spoken word of God, Jesus is literally in John, it, in John where where he's talking about the word of God was mm-hmm. with God was you know w- was God and was with God. Okay, and the word came down and became flesh. That word is Rhema. Yes, exactly. The spoken word of God came down and became flesh. Jesus is literally the spoken word of God. Yes. He is is literally the spoken word of God. When when he says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. He is talking about the spoken word of God. He is the spoken word of God. Yeah. And no I, man I, comes, I was, to, comes to the Father except through me. It's Rhema. Yes. I, that is the correct pronunciation. I was pronouncing it wrong. Well, I've I've heard it I've heard it pronounced. I've I've heard it pronounced with a different inflection. Well, so, it is it is Rhema. R R H E M A. Yes. Yes. So we thank you for the word tonight. Amen. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Father, your word is clear. It's understandable because every time we read it, we should pray for wisdom, for knowledge and understanding. Yeah. And Father, as we have gone over this word tonight, how precious it is to us, Lord. And as David said, your word is precious to my heart. And Father, we need to think every time we read your word that we're going to listen to you and learn something new. And I pray, Lord, that each of us on our time of study, our time of of listening to you, Father, Lord, uh, I can't read your word much anymore, but boy, I can sure hear it. And Lord, I need to, we all need to allow your Holy Spirit to speak into our hearts. Thank you for Gwen, Lord. I thank you for her birthday today. That you've given her another year. Thank you, Lord, for your love and grace for both of us. We ask you to bless Olivia, Father. I pray your manifold blessings over her, Lord, that she will learn of you, Father, and be spoken, uh, able to speak the word of God, able to write down the thoughts that you give her, Father. I pray for Sky and Maria. I ask your blessings over them, and I pray for the kids as they're gone to church tonight that you would bless their time together. 
I lift up Jacob and Raiden to you, Lord, that you would just grow them into mighty men of God. I pray for Aaron and Elise. I ask God that you will bless their walk with you. I lift up to you, Lord. John, I pray, God, that you would touch his heart and just draw him to you, Father, that he might be rid of the, the hurt in his life, whatever it is, Father. I I command this to leave him in the name of Jesus. I lift up Tanish to you, Father. I pray your mighty hand upon him, Father. And God, I, I, I'm not going to get tired of saying, Lord, bring to remembrance his, to his heart the things that you've done in his presence, Father. And I just pray, Lord, that he will remember. We're, we are to remember. We are to repeat. We are to teach our children and their children and the children's children the things of God, the things we've seen. Our testimonies should go forth every day. Lord, I lift up Mel and Cecilia and, and Catherine to you. I ask your blessings over them. I pray for Kay. I ask God that you would bless her. And Lord, we've spoken a lot tonight about uh, our our situation in our country, Father. And just as before the call, I had one of my friends that I've helped teach and, and bring up, Father, and was saying she was afraid of what was coming. And Lord, we have we should have no fear, no fear, Lord, in what's coming. Because we know the time is coming when Christ is going to return. And we pray, Lord, that you would just lead us to be prepared in our own hearts and serve, serving Jesus. I lift up our leaders to you, Father. We to pray for them every day. And I pray, Lord, your mighty hand be upon the president, that you will lead him in truth and mercy. And, Lord, just help him to make wise decisions. And, Lord, I, I pray for Attorney General Bill Barr and, and Mr. Durham, Father, who's helping him with all of the things that they're doing, uh, digging up the things, Lord, that are in the past that people have hidden. And no sin, Lord, can be completely hidden. And, Lord, it's it's going to come out and open. And we pray, Lord, for victory. We pray, Lord, for your will to be done. And we ask, Lord, that you will cleanse our country of every evil thing that has taken place in the high places, in the rulers of darkness and powers and principalities, Father. We tear down the walls that they have built and pray, Lord, that they will be penetrated and they will be broken down. And we give you praise, Father. Be with our judges, be with our statesmen, our governors, our, our city council, our mayors, every area of leadership, Father. We ask, Lord, that you would bless and touch each life. For we ask it in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Y'all be blessed. Thank be blessed, family. Good night. God bless you, night. too. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you. Good night.